back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechtis Erevin, Perek Gimel, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalet. Today we are continuing our discussion in Abhilcha's Erev Tuchomen, that as a person is bound to the 2,000 Amos uh, in front of them, behind them, to the right and the left of them on Shabbos, a person can't go beyond 2,000 Amos perimeter of where they are at. And as we discussed yesterday, if you take food, and move it to the border of 2,000 Amos, what you're essentially doing is moving your place of residence, and therefore, that from that new place, that new focus, that that is where we count 2,000 Amos, which means you now let go 2,000 Amos beyond where the food is, as in north, but you can't go south of your own home, because your home is now on the border of the Tchum. And the key halacha is that we determine when the Arab Tchum takes effect, during Bei Hashemashel, or at the onset of Shabbos. Meaning to say that so long as you have an Arab, a valid Arab there, at the onset of, at the onset of Shabbos, or Bei Hashemashel, this twilight period, so we assume the Arab is going to be good, even if something happens to it once Shabbos begins. However, if it's not going to occur in Bei Hashemashel, as we'll see soon, something happens to it, so then your Arab Tchum does not work. Says our Mishnah, Nos Nubi Elam, but what if a person places it in a tree? Above 10 Tzvachim, they hang their food, uh, they take their basket of food, and they hang it on a branch above 10 Tzvachim. Now here's the problem. Above 10 Tzvachim, consider it says Hayyafid, and in order to take the food, now to access the food from the tree, you have to remove it from the tree, which is the Rishos Hayyafid, and bring it below, which is the Rishos Haram, which one is not allowed to do on Shabbos. Therefore, your food is actually inaccessible. During Ben Hashemashel. It's not accessible. So it's often move it. So you can't claim, oh, that's my Shabbos meal, if you're not able to access it for halachic reasons. However, but if it's below 10 Tzvachim, then the Arab is considered a valid Arab. Why is that? Because on a tree below 10 Tzvachim, it's not a Rosh Hashanah, but rather it's a Carmelist. And since it's a Carmelist, so a caramel is meaning that it's larger than four tfachim by four tfachim, roughly eight inches by eight inches, and it's not its own rishosiyach, it's not its own private domain, nor is it a public domain. It's in between space called a caramelis. The halachi is on a level of the oraisa. Biblically, the only prohibition of carrying is carrying from a rishosiyach to rishosiyarabim, or vice versa, from a private domain to a public domain, or the other way around. But carrying from a caramelis into rishosiyach, or a caramelis into rishosiyarabim, or vice versa, that is not a problem. So what happens here is you have your food in a Carmelist on an Arab Shabbos, at the onset of Shabbos, a Ben Hashemashos, and the halacha is that we waive the, the, the rabbinic prohibition of carrying from a Carmelist into a Rosh Hashem Harabim. We theoretically waive it and say, because technically, on a level of the rights of one, is allowed to carry from a Carmelist into Rosh Hashem we therefore say the food, which is in the Carmelist, the food which is supposed to act and serve as your Arab, sitting in the Carmelist, that is considered food that's accessible, and therefore your Arab is valid. Again, a Carmelist is an area that's more than four Tzvachim of four Tzvachim. It's not a Rosh Hashayach, it's not a private domain, nor is it a public domain, and therefore once allowed to carry into a public domain on a level of the Raisa, and since on a level of the Raisa once allowed to carry, therefore we say that Benash Mashos once allowed to access their food, if one has access to their food because, again, Benash Mashos is... It's not totally Shabbos yet, and therefore we, we waive this rabbinic prohibition of carrying into a Kamlis or carrying out of a Kamlis so that the Erev will be valid. However, says our Mishnah, but if it's a, in an actual Shosh HaYachid, as in the first part of Mishnah, so then it's not going to be a valid Erev. What if you have it in um, 
What if you have it in a Rishus Hayachid? It's in a private domain, but you want to carry it into not a Rishus Rabbin, but into Carmel's itself. So then we say that if it's in a pit, which is even a, if it's 100 Amos deep, it's considered a valid Eruv because you're carrying from Rishus Hayachid into a Carmelus. Says our Mishnah, Nostabrosha Kana over Rosha Kadnas. What if you put the food on top of a reed or a pole? So this is very crucial. If you if you noted, I said a a Rishus Hayachid, a private domain, a Rishus Rabbin, a public domain has to be a certain amount of, of uh, the area has to be cert, a, a certain amount of space. A Carmelus is more than four. But it's neither Rosh Hashanah Rabbin Rosh Hashanah because it's lacking the exact halachic, the exact halachic details. What about if it's less than four tefachim by four tefachim? If it's space that's under four inches by four inches, what's that? So the halach is that's called a makom p'tor. It's neither Rosh Hashanah nor Rosh Hashanah nor Karmelis, and it's really it's a makom p'tor. And one is there's no prohibition, even a rabbinic prohibition, when it comes to a makom p'tor from carrying from a makom p'tor to any other type of domain. So. What we have here is you have your food on top of a reed. Now, the top of a, a reed, a, a pole, is certainly less than four tvachim by four tvachim. Says our Mishnah, Even if it's really tall, even if it's more than a hundred amos tall, it's a valid error because, again, one's allowed to carry from a makkah into Rosh Hashayachim. Now, you might be thinking for a second, so why then does it have to be tolish, has to be detached? And the answer is, it only has to be detached, not for the laws of Erevin, but because we're concerned a pole, which is long, is also potentially brittle or it can easily break. And if it's attached to the ground and you break it, you're getting your food, it's a reed, excuse me, not pole, here it's a reed. So then you're going to be a chayah for the malacha of, 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 uh, of reaping, of, of, uh, of harvesting. Meaning you're take you're pulling something out of the ground, so it has to be detached from the ground and then replant and then stuck in the ground again, but not planted. And if that's true, so we don't have the concern that you're going to be be harvesting. And since it's makapator, it's therefore accessible on Shabbos. So the food up the air the air up there is uh, makes your air of still valid, even though it's high up in the air. What happens if you put your food into a cabinet, but you lose the key? So now the food's really inaccessible. Why it's in the cabinet? How are you going to access it? Uh, says the um, Mishnah, how is the Arab still an Arab? Why? Because you can take a rope, or you can take, excuse me, you can take a knife, and you can cut the rope uh, that's holding doors in place. I guess this is early, early uh, pre-modern hinges. You can cut them off, or the rope, I guess, serving as a lock, you can cut it off during finished muscles. And don't say that the knife here is muksa. If you do not, do not know where the key is, so then you can't access the food. You're not allowed to move this um, this knife because it's considered muksa. It's not for its intended purpose. And therefore, since it's muksa, so you can't access your Arab, thus your Arab is not valid because you can't take my food. That's my food if you can't eat it on Shabbos. Now, this is actually a fascinating Mishnah for another reason. That is, that is a cloud, the principle in Hukka Shabbos, called Ain Binyan the Steer Bekalem. I didn't believe we may have mentioned it. This that we say you're not allowed to build or destroy on Shabbos, that's only with actual buildings. But when it comes to Kalim vessels, there's no vineyards here with Kalim. We don't apply that law to the building and destroy with, with Kalim, with vessels. That's true. So the Ron asks, so why don't you just destroy, break open this, um, this magnet, break open this cabinet? Break it open and it's it's a, it's, a, it's a cabinet, it's movable, so therefore, you shouldn't, there's no violation of Stira Bashadis. This is the question of the Ron. So Tosas is going to say, no, this that we say, we mean when it's something that's easy, it's not a really uh, strongly held together vessel. You have something that's kind of thrown together, it's, it's not really 
destruction because again the thing isn't really uh, held together it's more displaced and top of each other but one that's actually uh strong something that's actually built and it's, it's sturdy so the one's not allowed to break or establish we don't apply the principle of ain't being mysterious really i guess you would say it's ain't being mysterious there's no building or destruction with things that are weakly uh uh, uh Put together things that are not strongly attached to each other. But if it's actually attached to each other, then we would apply the principle of Vinyus Kalim. However, the Ron is in trouble because the Ron doesn't believe in this. The Ron thinks that no, aim Vinyus Kalim literally means there's no, if a thing is movable, so there's no Vinyus Kalim. There's no destruction, there's no acts of destruction on a movable item, regardless of how, how strongly it's held together. So if that's true, the question is so why don't we just take this cabinet here, grab an axe? Smash it open. Now you have access to your food. So if once, if that's a possibility, so then you always have access to your food on Shabbos, and your eruv should be a good eruv. So what the Ron has to tell us, the eruv is that this that we say in Binyan Shirikelim, there's a certain point where your your clean is so large, you could even though technically it can be moved, we say it's not considered uh, movable anymore, but rather it's considered karka, considered something that's attached to the ground. And his his he said it's something that's forty so. Same size, by the way, that can hold a mikvah. Sometimes that large, yes, you can move it. You can also move homes in prefabs. But we say at that point it's considered an actual an actual piece and part and parcel of the ground. And that's how he answers the question. So he again is more lenient when it comes to in general destroying Kalim. But this is not considered clean. This, this cavity said is so large that yes, technically it's not attached to the ground. We look at it as if it is attached to the ground. Now, obviously, this machlokas has a big ramification when it comes to opening bottles and cans on Shabbos, so we're not going to get into that right now. Says Mishnah D Dalit, what happens if you make your Erev, but for some reason it becomes unavailable during Ben Hashemashah, which I alluded to in the introduction to this uh, Mishnayomi podcast. This You put it at the edge of your tchum, and you put an apple there, and suddenly it starts rolling away, and it goes beyond 2,000 amos, which means you can't access it. Um... What happens if, if uh, a building falls down in it and you, you have, now you have a pile of rubble covering your basket of food? Can't access it. Or they get incinerated. What happens? Or, oh, truma Let's say you place truma there and now yeah, you, you can't, it comes tummy so you can't eat it or the Kohen can't eat it. So if this all happens, as in it gets incinerated or it gets covered over by a, 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 in rubble or it gets tummy or rolls away while it's still Friday. So then we say, at the moment of Ben Hashemashah, the Shabbos commenced, you didn't have an Erev, so therefore, ain't no Erev, and you, you can't go. But once it becomes dark, and it's definitely past Ben Hashemashah, it's definitely Shabbos, as we said, since at the onset of Shabbos, you had an Erev, therefore we say, even though now you can't eat from it, we say you've successfully moved your point of reference, your, your point of lodging, and now the Erev works. In Suffolk, what if you don't know? What if you show up on Shabbos like, I give out. I, 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 walked, I, I walked over to the Arab on, on Shabbos itself. It's like, wait, at some point in the last 12 hours, I don't know if it was before Shabbos or on Shabbos, this thing got burnt up or it, it, it got covered. What do you do? Or Rabbi Yehuda, or Rabbi Yehuda say, how is a chamar gomo? This is like a person driving a donkey and a camel, meaning to say that you're stuck. You're stuck and you can't move. The, the analogy here is if you have a donkey, a donkey, you drive from behind, whereas a camel, you pull the reins in front of it. So if you have both of them, you're kind of stuck in between them because you have to push the donkey while you're pulling the camel. So what he's saying is you're stuck, you can't move. Why can't you move? Because you can't go anywhere, um, you can't go south of your house because that's because if the Arab was valid, so then you've moved your point of reference. But you also can't go north of the Arab because if the Arab was invalid, so then the, the Arab is sitting on the boundary. 
So the only place you can walk, you're stuck between the Arab and your house. So you're actually limited your 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 ability to walk. Just you can only go two thousand amos. You can't go again. It's usually four thousand amos because two thousand amos in each direction. Here you've limited yourself to only two thousand amos between the donkey and the camel, i.e., the house and the Arab itself. Then the Mishnah says. Of unknown status is considered kosher. We assume that it was accessible and you're able to get it, and that it's taken away through being a shmachas. You see, Abtumus Hayimishim Chamishu Zakeno Al Safik Erev Kosher. I heard in the name of Abtumus, who said in the name of five different chachamim, that an Erev of unknown status. If you're not sure when exactly it got destroyed, it got became inaccessible. We consider it a valid Erev. I wish you all a wonderful day.